What's up everyone? 6 p.m., 10 p.m., 6 a.m., 5 p.m., 3 p.m., and as always, it's anytime, anywhere. Brought to you by Star Blast Bang and Red Monster. Okay, everybody, this one's gonna probably be one of those episodes. So, uh, skip it now. I don't know. Now, watch this one end up being one of the best ones ever. First of all, we're gonna blast Eric. My dad, but uh, I don't remember why. He texted me something this morning. He's like, when you blame me, remember to mention that you started it. I don't remember what it was. So hold on while I go through my text messages to tell you the tea. Ha! I stopped it less than 30 seconds, so I can't get demonetized for that. Yes, kids, there is a Jewish Santa Claus. What the hell? Oh, because I mentioned that the other day. Okay, you know what? We're not even... I don't even want to get into that. That's... That's... That... No. Nope. 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 No, thank you. We don't care. So, I don't know. Eric sent me that, and I was just like, hmm. And I got a bunch of emails. Crap. that I, I literally have not read... An email that I've gotten in ages. So, yeah. I did learn something today. I learned that a health savings account, which is a type of meta, meta uh, type of health care, health benefit, whatever. It's one of the plans. And apparently, the money from it, apparently in aviation medical is a qualifying medical expense. So basically... I can use tax-advantaged money and save money on my aviation medical. Big brains. Anyways, though, I don't know. Ugh. I wrote down some stuff. Oh, one of the toilets was broken again, so... I was trying to come up with a new clever name for a toilet plunger to get someone to buy it. Here's what we came up with. The new and improved limited edition Super Ultra Mega Doodoo Pusher 9000 Advanced Upgrade Series Extreme. That literally sounds like something from an infomercial. Nom nom. I'm eating some leftover crap. Heh. <laughs> talking about eating crap while we're talking about using a toilet plunger. Anyways, yeah. Buy your... Buy your new and improved limited edition Super Ultra Mega Duty Pusher 9000 Advanced Upgrade... Try and get... Come and get your new and improved limited edition Super Ultra Mega Duty Pusher 9000 Advanced Upgrade Series Extreme and we'll throw in a second new and improved limited edition Super Ultra Mega Duty Doodoo Pusher 9000 Advanced Upgrade Series Extreme. That's two new and improved limited edition Super Ultra Mega Doodoo Pusher 9000 Advanced Upgrade Series Extremes for the price of one new and improved limited edition Super Ultra Mega Doodoo Pusher 9000 Advanced Upgrade Series Extreme. Okay, anyways. Bruh. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. That was literally the only thing I wrote down for today. Because... Yeah. Can somebody please just sit here and be delusional and talk to themselves and pretend that I'm talking to them? We have a new... co-worker. But I'm not talking about work, so... Yeah. Anyways... Mm. I'm planning my flying for this week. And... Oh! I know something I was going to talk about, and this is something I'm probably going to get wrong, so somebody needs to go back and fact-check me. But you know how I always make fun of slipping versus skidding turns in an airplane? And it's like, no one cares what they're called when they're flying. They really just look at where the ball is and step on it. Okay, so let's see if I get this right. A sl- You slip inside and your car skids outside. I think that's how it is, right? So if you slip inside, that means the nose is inside. The tail went outside because you need... No. The tail... The ball is on the inside, so you step on the left rudder, which actually moves the tail to the right. So the tail falls inside, which means the nose is outside. So the plane is slipping inside of the turn because you're turning to the left and the tail is falling inward to the left. Now, if you're turning to the left and the ball is on the outside, which means you need right rudder, the tail is slipping outside, is skidding outside, and you need to turn it back inside. I'm so confused. Ah. All I know is the ball needs to be centered when you're flying and you step on the correct rudder. Whether or not it's called a slip or a skid is literally only for the FAA knowledge test and flight instructors to teach students for their FAA knowledge test. And for test pilots. I have literally never been asked whether I was in a slip or a skid. Keep that in mind. The reason I'm thinking about this is because today we were talking about things that you need to know versus things that the FA just makes you know for some reason. We started by talking about how I was looking at some NOTAMs and I was making fun of the new NOTAMs website that the FAA has because if you go to DINs, the Defense Internet NOTAM Service, you get this old text-based looking thing and it's like this is what the real once you upgrade from the kiddie version of Notums and you go to the adult version of Notums you know that's when you're you know you're a commercial pilot and then Christian was like I'm sorry my coworker was like oh nobody even needs to read those like that anymore there's no reason I'm like it's to stay current in case you fly somewhere that only has this also that use less internet they're easier to get print out and whatever so because text, you can just blow up on your phone. Charts, a little harder, depending on what website. A lot of FAA websites are not 
mobile optimized. But anyways, so that was one thing, was the notums. Then we started talking about taps and the same thing, and I was like, yeah, you know, I use graphicals as well, but I can read a taff and a metar in their plain text form. And that was like, oh, you don't know why you need to know that, blah, blah, blah. It's just for the knowledge test. I'm like, no, you know what's for the knowledge test? Which now that I'm thinking about it, was the slip and the skid thing. But the other thing that I mentioned was using an E6B and a paper chart. And I said, the reason you do those, that's actually not just for the knowledge test. That's for if your stuff breaks. You gotta know how to use it. Now, slip and skidding turns, that's knowledge that you never get asked. And the other thing that was pointed out was something that actually tripped me up a lot in my early days, like the different types of fog. Who cares why the fog is there? We just know that the visibility is too low to take off. That's all that matters, and I know somebody will be like, well, you can predict in advance if fog is going to form. Yeah, but who schedules their flights in the working aviation world around whether or not fog is going to form? All right, if you're flying charter, then customers already know what, what they want. And then, I mean, I guess you could do a little bit of earlier or later and tell them, hey, the weather's not going to mean that, but look. You'd go to an airline, dispatch to check the weather to tell you if it's good enough for you. And basically, it's good enough for you. You're just going to have alternates on your flight plan, okay? Same thing with char most charter. You know, a lot of the times, um, either, like, you're, you're filing your flight, you're checking at the, at the airlines, the weather's being checked for you, so that's already... It doesn't matter what type of fog or predicting if the fog is forming. And then in the charter, you're only checking the current weather to see if you can go, but you're not doing any flight planning for the future, for the most part. It, like, not a big amount of it. You're not, like, oh, uh, the, the, the wind is slightly pushing off the shore over here, and blah, 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 and there's a chance of weather, of fog building up, and... Even if that is the case with your operation, I don't know every operation, I'll admit that. But if you're not sure of what conditions could arise, that's what the weather briefers are for. Because there's constantly, and then especially this goes for GA even more than charter and stuff, but we get told all the time, oh, you know, why are you going to trust how you read the weather? These people are trained professionals, that's all they do. You should always call the weather briefer, right? So that makes it even kind of like, what, then why, why am I learning this if somebody else definitely does it better than me and it's my job, per my training, to use them? Oh, well, you should understand what could, I, I don't know. I'm kind of going back and forth and around in circles here. I wish I had written this down beforehand because this actually is a pretty good topic. Like, fog really messed me up in the beginning, Okay. Now, I know about visibility. I know to call the weather briefer and ask how the visibility is going to be for a GA pilot. I know at an airline what the visibility is required to be. But in neither one of these circumstances does whether or not the potential to, for fog to form based on the different types of fog ever arise. The only time it comes up is when a CFI has to teach it to their students for whatever purpose. I, don't, I really don't know. 
one of you pilot types out there would like to explain to me why we have to know the types of fog, please do. And this is not, I don't hate weather. Like, I, I like looking at my weather charts. Again, I sit there and I read the real me tars and taps with no problem. I just don't understand why we have to, there's certain things that we learn that I don't understand how that applies to our line of work. So, with all this wonderful information in mind, I was actually helping the, the, the new girl a little bit. I'm not going to tell you about work so much, but I got to go on a little spiel about how nice it is having ADSB because every aircraft after, 21, after 2021 that's going to fly in controlled airspace must have ADSB installed. Sorry, equipped. Which means I can always tell where any of my planes are at any time. Since anytime they fly, they have to use um, the, the ADS-B. Back in the day, when they didn't have to, they could just, you know, not use it and nobody would know where they landed. See that? We live in the golden age where you're constantly being tracked. Big Brother is always watching you. Oh, look at me using the Patrick voice per my coworker. Wonder who that is. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I love how this started out kind of crap, got a little bit better. Now we're going to go back to your daily dose of crap. So tomorrow I'm supposed to go for, for a ride in the caravan because tomorrow is my Friday at work. I don't have to worry about waking up early the next morning. And actually, I really don't have to worry about waking up early the next morning since my mechanic is closed and I can't go and get my bike taken care of tomorrow. I got to wait until next Friday. So I'm not flying until the night. I could sleep all day in theory, but I don't know. I don't really want to wake up at three in the morning and then stay in Bomb Beach until midnight and then drive home. Just for a 20 minute to an hour flight in the back seat of a caravan. I like airplanes. I like free airplane rides, but that is kind of excessive. So, I honestly don't think I will be doing that. Yeah, anyways. I am really tired, you guys. But I droned your ear off enough for today. So, peace of mind. Keep the pointy side forward and the dirty side down. And stay frosty, space man. Zona.